Fact is, I feel more loose and relaxed than ever. Those Joe Biden shoulder massages, they're like magic. You should try one. Oh, you have. Welcome to State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. I'm Benjamin Klon. Today we're joined by Zachary Reinhardt. Hello. Ross Fisher. Hey. And Matthias Brimmer. Hello. As we tape this, it is Sunday, April 28th, and thanks for joining us this week. You can find us on Facebook at Michigan Progressive. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Um, and you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Michigan Progressive. So we're going through a lot of news today. Uh, just this last Thursday, a three-judge federal panel ruled that Michigan Republicans redistricting in 2011 was so partisan that it constituted an illegal gerrymander and has ordered special elections in nearly three dozen districts uh, in 2020. This includes nine congressional districts, 10 state Senate districts, and 15 House seats, but several other adjacent ones could also have to be redrawn uh, because of the ripple effect caused by redrawing lines. Uh, these districts have consistently allowed Republicans to maintain strong majorities um, here in Lansing, even though they typically receive roughly 50% or less of total votes across Michigan. Uh, what do you guys think about this? finally yeah like seriously <clears throat> i mean it's been so bad the gerrymandering is awful i mean like you said like when you have you know uh elections where it's like you know 55 percent dem and you know they're getting like 41 percent of the seats that's just not that's not reflective <laughs> of democracy in the slightest so like thank goodness this is finally happening and i mean the most exciting prospect honestly uh for me is the um the state senate which we haven't like had since the 1980s and it'd be really great to get that back because it's really the only way we can like change the constitution and make like grandiose change in michigan right. that we need so right like uh eliminating the flag tax yeah yeah things like that that'd be super cool yeah i think i mean the senate i think is probably the worst gerrymandered of of you know of all of them um those dist districts are really um some of them are just totally ridiculous and i think the Democrats made some good gains this past cycle in the Senate, um, you know, surprising people. And so I think this will help. I mean, I don't think it will help maybe as much as some people think it will. I, don't, I think the congressional districts, I think maybe, I think the Democrats might be able to pick up one or maybe two if they were, really, you know, really fortunate. Um, yeah, because a lot of people are expecting really high turnout on both sides mm -hmm. in 2020. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, and in the House and the Democrats need five more seats um yeah i i just had a quick glance at some of the districts they're going to change and i think i think they, you know they might help them i think it it it's gonna be really close i don't know if it's it doesn't guarantee them a majority i don't think but it right. but it i think it gives them a much better opportunity to do it so but is good. that gonna happen in time for the 2020 election well, there's yeah. yeah two different ways. I mean, it kind of depends whether or not this goes to the Supreme Court. Because based on this court ruling, um, the Republicans have until well, the legislature, which right now is for all intents and purposes Republicans, <clears throat> have until August first to redraw maps. Um, but they're currently appealing it to the you know Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah, I really like uh, the state Republican Party chairwoman Laura Cox said. 
that uh, her party will su- will support an appeal to uphold the will of Michigan voters. Yeah, like what? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> the will of Michigan Republican voters. Right. That's what. An, an interesting point I found in uh, uh, in this though is that if they don't um, get a map by uh, August first, the court said they'll draw their own. Which, given that uh, the court ruled you know unanimously that these maps were uh, unfairly drawn, I don't foresee that going um, better than anything they could ever present. So, uh, if, if their appeal to the Supreme Court is denied. Which I actually think is uh, unlikely because I think the Republicans understand the importance of trying to block something like this. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, they will get that appeal, actually. Um, but if not, I mean, it, yeah, it'll happen before 2020. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there was a. It just makes me think about Brett Kavanaugh and how much I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking... yeah. I mean, uh, right now the Supreme Court is um, waiting decisions on separate gerrymandering cases in North Carolina and Maryland, and they're expected to uh, give a ruling in June. So that could potentially preempt um, uh, an appeal by Republicans. Um, But uh, there was a Republican uh, state senator who said, right now it's a lot of he said, she said. But at the end of the day, when the Democrats were in charge, they drew the lines. We didn't file lawsuits. But now that Republicans are in charge, everything is unfair. And in direct contrast to that, the federal court that made this ruling just uh, just on Thursday said that their decision was based on extensive evidence from statistical experts, testimony from legislative map drawers, uh, Republican legislators and staffers, political operatives, and a wide range of documentary evidence, which includes like a cache of emails uh, that were written by Republicans to other Republicans where they basically bragged about how they like did everything in secret and made it like made made it to uh, made the maps to strengthen their chances of winning. Which is just, it's a fucking smoking gun. Yeah, and then, <clears throat> and if I'm being real, like, honestly, like, yeah, let's get rid of it on both sides. You know, yeah. like, because, you know, one of those cases you mentioned is Maryland, and that is the case. In Maryland right now, it's gerrymandered, but it's not for Republicans, it's for Democrats. Yeah. You know, but any, either way, these are things that protect incumbents. They don't allow for um, people to rise up from, like, the bottom, and, and it prevents the people's voice from being heard. So on, on both sides, it needs to end. So that's such a, like, bullcrap argument that, you know, is being used. And it's being used by the same, you know, Democrats in Maryland. They're like, well, we know when Republicans were in charge, and it's just like, that's exactly why this process is so bad, is because it's so dependent on who's in charge, and that's not what, you know, should be. Right. I'm really concerned about what the Supreme Court is going to do because I mean, we, they just, you know, the newest justice is probably the most partisan justice probably ever. I mean, he's basically a Republican, you know, <laughs> operative. And so, you know, I, I'm worried that they're just going to make a legal argument that, you know, sort of is, is going to, you know, be what the Republican party wants and allows for, you know, this gerrymandering to continue. Um, cause they'll just make up whatever, shit you know they can to you know justify it you know legally and i think i yeah, worry about kavanaugh and the other members just being so partisan that they'll that they'll do whatever they can to make sure it keeps going on yeah it, it really is stacked yeah absolutely and i i'm interested to see if they if they choose to shoot down these cases uh to shoot down these rulings that have been made by federal courts 
what the public response will be, if anything. Because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people over the years are be, are starting to realize or have or they're starting to have their faith eroded in the Supreme Court as an institution. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that the way it is right now, um, or even just the Supreme Court in general, is like poor shit. Yeah. I think, I guess what a bright spot would be looking back to um, when voters, not politicians, got, um, you know, won their legal challenge. You know, that was a pretty conservative court, the Michigan um, Supreme Court, but they ultimately, you know, ruled in favor of voters, not politicians. And I think in part due to all the amount of public pressure that was being put on them and the public outcry that would have happened if they would have, you know, ruled against it. So I think... I don't know if that's going to be the same, you know, federal, you know, federally. Right. Well, but, I mean, those yeah. those justices are elected. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. And that was an election year that they're making that decision. Uh-huh. So, I mean, honestly, that's probably the reason that. Um, uh, oh, what's her name? The the one that the the uh, Republican. I'm yeah, I know who you're talking about Elizabeth the, Clement. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. probably yeah. Like the reason that she won is because yeah. of that decision. Yeah. To be honest, that's so. And you guys remember last year, like when like some like shit libs were like saying that we should uh, we should vote for her because she made the right decision. Mm-hmm, yeah, like we yeah. have to reward good behavior or some shit. Right, like I'm that. just waiting for like <clears throat> that to happen. Like you know, the Supreme Court just goes through like this just, like litany of awful decisions, and like they have like one good, like this gerrymandering, for instance. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the liberals are like defending Gorsuch. You know, like, <laughs> it's just, like we're almost there. I can I can feel it. Like. Uh, they love Republicans. They just I, uh, love moderate Republicans. Yeah, they moderate. love reasonable Republicans, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they don't really exist. I mean, yeah. they're, the thing is, is that at the end of the day, they're not that different from the Republicans. So, of course, they love them. Yeah. Well, moving on to another piece of uh, Michigan news. Uh, in a radio interview a few days ago, uh, State Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky uh, who is a Republican, was asked how the Senate would respond if Democratic Attorney General Dana Nessel refused to enforce an existing law, uh, enforce, an ex- enforce an existing Michigan law she opposes. And he said, Michigan's Constitution provides for the opportunity to impeach an elected officer like Attorney General. <laughs> the standard is very high, but it's certainly not something we're, willing, we're unwilling to explore. Um, the thing is, like Republicans in Michigan are particular have been particularly butthurt because uh, since taking office in January, Dana Nessel has settled a same-sex adoption lawsuit over a Republican law. She has issued a legal opinion invalidating a Line Five Tunnel Authority. Uh, she's created a new hate crimes unit, and she's vowed to ignore a state abortion ban if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And she has quickly and aggressively reversed many of the legal actions and opinions of her predecessor, uh, Republican former Attorney General Bill Schuette. Um And she, I mean, she's withdrawn from she's withdrawn Michigan from several conservative lawsuits uh, that he heads uh, that he had joined while signing on to others uh, by Democratic attorneys general challenging actions by Trump's administration. So they're very, very upset with everything that she's been doing over like the last four months. Um, and so they're, uh, they'd love the opportunity to take her out. Yeah. I mean, this isn't even the first attack that they've had or like, like, uh, the, the new budget, like cuts her, uh, staffing and like, you know, there's, yeah, it's, uh, the budget that they just proposed, uh, this week proposes a 10% 
administrative reduction for her office. Oh, hmm. interesting. Uh, <laughs> and you know, the thing about it too is like it, it's completely you know. I mean, Republicans know no hypocrisy like that. They you know they're, they're always so hypocritical, but they never they never see it. Uh, you know. Uh, there was, when uh, Shudi was in office, there were plenty of like environmental things that he should have enforced that he chose not to enforce, and yet that's not you know that's not an issue for for Republicans because that goes with their agenda. So like you know they want to pretend like they're they're just like sticking to the you know the books you know, and it's just like no you're not no you're not you're just you're just really pissed that a fucking powerful lesbian woman is fucking killing everything that you put in place uh, i love it yeah it's pretty fun to see yeah no i think it's it's great she's a badass it's awesome that we're reversing some of those you know those things that she did when he was in office i mean attorney general is a powerful position i mean i mean so there's a lot that i mean i'm you know personally i think it might you know i think it's almost a little bit too powerful of an executive position, but it's good when there's a Democrat in there because uh, uh, specifically a yeah. progressive Democrat. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, progressive Democrat. Should, should not add, only yeah. is she, I mean, she's a Democrat, which which is nice, but like also she's yeah. she's actually very very good, and she was she was definitely put there by the people. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Kind of just when you said that, it reminded me of. Uh, our old uh, friend Pat Miles and uh, <laughs> how much shittier things would be if he was the Attorney General. I don't think he would be doing anything. No, he would just no, be like being neutral on every issue. Uh, I think. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. So no, I'm I'm glad glad she's in there. I like her uh, witty response back uh, that she had on uh, Facebook. Actually, you know, she's like uh, Michigan Republicans. Dana Nessa won't jail women who have abortions. Impeach. Also, Michigan Republicans, Donald Trump, best president ever. <laughs> she goes on to say, in the event the Michigan Attorney General is impeached, convicted, and removed by the legislature, any idea who appoints a replacement? You guessed it, the governor. Good luck with this one, boys. Who <laughs> <laughs> nice. who's uh who's operating her social media? Because I really I really like uh that she's like used like the the meme format for some of her posts. <laughs> um, apparently, she does some of it. Yeah. Occasionally, um, I don't know if she does like the memes per se, but uh, yeah, I know she does some of her actual own like social media posts. So that's uh, so that's cool. just uh, that's Dana and her, and her uh-huh. snarkiness. So <laughs> in between flipping laws, right? Yeah, just like <laughs> holding the entire Catholic Church responsible for like all the crimes they've done. Like, ooh. If she had done that and nothing else, I would still fucking love her. Like that. <laughs> oh my god, that is so amazing. It, they're, they're so wrong every time. It, it, they, you know, she wanted to uh, increase funding and in, uh, for the the hate crimes uh, prevention thing, and and it was like literally just like a couple days ago, and the Republicans are arguing about it, and like then just yesterday, another hate crime, you know, in that uh, synagogue shooting, and it's just like. What the hell? Like, you know, like, they're trying to pretend like these things don't exist when we see it on TV every single day. Uh-huh. You know? It's just like, it's it's crazy. Always trying to fight against the uh, progressive agenda, though. Yeah, actually, uh, on a related note, um, this morning, uh, Melina sent me this meme. Uh, where'd it go? It says, um, in the word tsunami, the T is silent. In the word honest, the H is silent. In the word island, the S is silent. And the word Q, 
the UEUE is silent. Uh, Non-Muslim does a terrorist attack. The media is silent. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean... I'm glad that you know she is she's paying attention and in 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 her own snarkiness again like you know she she when posting about the synagogue thing she's like you know I'm not even gonna release like my normal speech I'm just literally gonna release the hearings of the Republicans denying that we need this like and you know that's pretty cool yeah that is that is a pretty badass move yeah i mean she this is why i think like spilling the tea i love like forceful democrats ones that aren't like always like taking the defense and like always just cowering in fear of like what the republicans think she doesn't care what the republicans think Mm -hmm. she really doesn't she's like i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do and like they're just there you know Mm -hmm. and uh i mean i think that's something that republicans have that i really wish that we had more of I mean, even even for, like, the more boring Democrats, it's like, my God, don't you even want to fight for, like, your <laughs> stupid ideas? Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> like, they, they care so much about, like, calling out, like, oh, well, Donald Trump said this, and you, you see it, it's, like, it's hypocritical. But they're, like, the only ones who care about being seen as, like, hypocrites or, oh, we're too aggressive or whatever. You know, the Republicans don't care, and they actually get shit done when they're in power. Yeah, you can, like, fucking Steve King can call himself a white supremacist, and he carries on like nothing happened. Uh, (laughs) Right. That's that's why, like, this, like, liberal Democrat strategy of, like, trying to shame the Republicans and expose their hypocrisy just doesn't work. Because they they don't give a fuck. They really just don't care. And it works for them. Yeah. I mean, just, like god-awful confidence in like the worst way like you know it's like the trumpian just like push through no matter what how awful it is doesn't matter just like own the narrative just keep going kind of attitude yeah Ugh. yeah well uh moving on uh to another story here um just last week uh senator elizabeth warren uh who's running for president next year or right now i guess uh in 2020, uh, has proposed erasing a large portion of student loan debt and providing free public college. Um, her plan, she says, would cancel $50,000 of debt for those uh, in households making less than 100000 per year. Uh, she says her plan will lessen the debt burden for those making between 100000 and 250000 uh, canceling $1 of debt for every $3 in income above 100,000. So for example, if you made 160,000, 30,000 of your student loan debt would be canceled. Um this also <clears throat> this um uh this also prevents taxing the canceled debt as income. Um it extends uh to pr- uh debt holders with private loans. Um and of course it provides tuition free public college to help future generations stave off student loan debt. So I think it's a pretty interesting plan. Um what do you guys think about it? I mean it's by far the best uh college uh like tuition cost like debt plan out there. Like uh uh my word Bernie, catch up. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, this is but it's really, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, to to extend it to private insurers and the i think that free college is i mean germany has it you know 
and it's just fucking brilliant. You know, they they are an economic powerhouse because they can adapt to an an economy that is based on like one person like using an iPad in a factory. Um, I don't see why we can't catch up like that. Right. And and really, just moreover, it's imperative to kind of get rid of this debt crisis yeah because it's gonna it's gonna come to a head at some point if we don't yeah it's like 1.5 trillion right now 42 million americans that are uh that have debt i mean it's just i mean it's holding back an entire generation Mm -hmm. um, they're pretty much indentured servants yeah there's like no chances of building retirement owning a home building a family like i mean it's just ridiculous it's in a it's smart to get in front of this like you said before it really it's only gonna get worse and it could i think cause a pretty bad economic meltdown if if uh if we don't get in front of it and yeah it's, i mean this generation just has a totally different experience than previous generations and that they can't buy houses they can't do things that you know that their parents or grandparents did because they're they're, they're basically being strangled by this debt that yeah. they, they can't get out of so there, there be... was a survey that that was done recently that showed that 73 73 percent of respondents who had student loan debt uh said that it was preventing them from you know achieving some sort of milestone of adulthood like you know make like say like long-term savings buying a home um anything like that but this is definitely a great first step and i'm really frustrated by all these stupid motherfuckers who want to say um like they're they're arguing against it saying i had to pay my you know student Mm. it's such a ridiculous well two there's two things that that are happening there that are like awful like first of all like why would you impede progress because of your own personal like thing that's just like really selfish and and not not great and but secondly like uh and you know i saw a meme as like from arrested development or you guys ever saw the one like what could a banana cost you know like ten dollars <laughs> yeah and you know it was like what could a bachelor's degree cost like ten dollars because like for them it was fucking like ten dollars i think like joe Biden. i think it's, uh, i seen a thing like you know joe biden for instance his uh his first year of tuition was like two hundred and forty seven dollars jesus christ like are you fucking kidding me like like Holy that isn't get, that gives you a quarter of a book like now, that's it. Like, you don't even get the whole book. Like you got to pay for the other sections. Like, yeah, it's absurd. Like the, the the cost has gone like up like every single year, just like double digits. Like if not like high single digits, and it's just like wages aren't keeping up. Even like I mean they're flatlined, if not reduced when you conclude uh, inflation. So yeah, I mean I saw uh, I saw something that said something like. Uh, uh, you know, antibiotics, like, you know, using antibiotics is unfair to all the people who died from the plague. <laughs> <laughs> they won't yeah. have it as good. <laughs> I refuse to let them. It's like the same mentality of like a frat where they just keep abusing people because they're like, <laughs> oh, well, I had I had to like eat shit out of a garbage can <laughs> or whatever the fuck they do. <laughs> So, uh, so someone's, someone's going to be doing that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are we so, why do we do so sadistic? Like, you know what I mean? Can we just, you know, stopping so obsessed with our, you know, individual lives and like realize that, you know, policy goes beyond just you. 
you know. Right. I participate in the Hunger Games. Like, you guys have to participate in the Hunger Games, too. <laughs> <laughs> Misery really does love company. No, yeah, true. no kidding. What, uh, what, what even, what, what got Elizabeth Warren into politics? Do you guys, do you guys remember what, what that was? Um, I believe it was because, you know, she was, uh, uh, she she wanted to take on the the credit card companies and like the finance industry. Oh yeah, yeah, that's um, right. What was what, like who like, who was who was pushing a uh, favor for the credit card companies? Um, I believe it was a. Uh, you check your a, notes there. Uh, Lily Senator from uh, from Delaware, uh, just who just announced that he was running for president. Fucking uh, Joe Biden. A few days ago. Goddamn Joe Biden. Uh, Goddamn Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. He, he's, he's finally in it, folks. He's finally in it. Um, after months and months of speculation and, and waiting, uh, he was supposed to announce last Wednesday. Of course, he fucking rescheduled it, pushed it back to Thursday because <laughs> this campaign is a shit show. <laughs> um, I, we, we, we've uh, talked plenty of trash about Joe Biden in the past, but... Now that he's finally in the race, I think we're gonna we're gonna go in a little bit more. Um, Can you edit in the uh, the segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever speech? There are those of we social planners who think somehow that if we just subrogate man's individual characteristics and traits by making sure that a presently a heterogeneous society becomes a totally homogeneous society that somehow we're going to solve our social ills and quite to the contrary i think the concept of busing which implicit in that concept is the question you just asked or the the statement within the question you just asked that we are going to integrate people so that they all have the same access and they learn to grow up with one another and and, and all the rest, is a rejection of the whole movement of black pride, is a rejection of the entire black awareness concept where black is beautiful, black culture should be studied, and a cultural awareness of the importance of their own identity, their own individuality. And I think that's a healthy, solid proposal. I mean, how somebody in 2019 that has, like, said those things is, like, even, like... Remotely like relevant is is how right. I so let, let's. Uh... But it's an issue of black pride. Come on, <laughs> they don't want to be with the white devil. <laughs> you can't you can't have children just screaming the n word and mayo boy at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> so let's let's start this segment by just uh, go, I want to hear from you guys. What is what is the what is the number one reason why you why you hate Joe Biden? You really gonna you really gonna do this? Yeah, I, I have to pick one. You have to yeah. pick one. Oh God. Oh man. I feel like I have to like. I feel like I have to pick the Iraq War only because like millions of people died. Like, and like it'd be selfish me for me to be like, oh, I don't like him because I can't like file bankruptcy for my student debt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a very fucking first world answer. But uh, no, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the war in Iraq. You know, okay. death is, deaths that of is, millions of yeah. uh, civilians is uh, that's fair. lots of blood on those hands. That's a, yeah. that's a good call. That's a good call. Billions made, millions dead. I think just the fact that he's basically so interlinked with the donor class and is really their preferred candidate because he doesn't really want to do any, make any structural or real changes to the, to the country and just basically is 
just riding his, you know, likability from being the guy who likes ice cream with Obama or whatever. Was, yeah. Yeah. He, he gave a stump funny. speech yeah. in 2012 where he said something like, they don't understand middle class folks like us. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was going to read that quote, but yeah, no, I... <laughs> They're just close to my heart. Oh God! <laughs> just a scram guy. Just the guy from Scram, Pennsylvania. It, it makes me think of like the Onions characterization of Joe Biden as just like some total like beach bum almost. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those articles. They would, yeah, they would be yeah, like periodically that like Joe Biden is just yeah doing these like random stupid you know. Like at the end of the Obama administration, there was something like. Oh, Joe Biden is hastily trying to clean up like a huge party mess in his. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's sweeping cans under the rug or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that was you know, I mean, if he wants to do that, you know, then fine. You know, I think he could totally be a you know a. Yeah. I would I would consider him more seriously mm-hmm. if he was just running on a platform of straight hedonism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I write in Bacchus. Every election. <laughs> what's uh? What's the uh? What's the number reason? Number one reason you despise Joe Biden, Matthias? Um, it's. I mean, there are there are a lot of them. It, you can only there, pick one. I only got to pick one. There are, but I I I do have one, and it's more of like a philosophical thing, uh-huh. which is that I think his whatever momentum surrounds him is kind of symptomatic of, um, or maybe not symptomatic. You know, this this very much calls in to question the legacy of Obama. Right. Um, and, you know, everyone just wants things to go back to how they were, you know, all of these liberals. And, you know, they all loved Obama, and they didn't see how fucking ridiculous that whole— you know, like talking about how the Democrats are constantly like, oh, well, we need to make a deal. Like, how about we, uh, you know, cut uh, entitlements? And, you know, Mitch McConnell was like, no, I I won't even do it for that, you know. Um, but for for me, it's kind of showing that there is a huge portion of people that don't realize that. Obama led to Trump. Right. And it's not that Trump happened in spite of the progress that Obama made. It's like, you know, Obama didn't make—I mean, he he maybe happened exactly because of the progress that he did not make. Yeah. Um, I think so, too. I mean, I think one of of Biden's—probably one of his largest constituencies are people who— just want things to go back to normal. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. misunderstanding that the, that normal was horseshit. Yeah, this obsession with, like, norms mm-hmm. um, or, like, oh, can you believe that uh, Donald Trump tweeted this? He's the president. It's not normal for a president to say this. It's like, oh, my fucking God. They, they just want to fucking lose again honestly yeah. <laughs> they, they're just like itching to run another hillary uh, yeah. you know but this time people would see that he is a hypocrite and we would we would 
get him. I feel like those people just like don't understand history too, and it's like crazy because like he's supported by old people that like actually like lived through it. So like I don't know if they like just weren't like fucking paying attention they the whole were. time. They weren't. But like there's like no <laughs> historical like awareness, like you know whatsoever amongst this crowd. Yeah, I mean you it's know? like it's like when uh when people try to excuse like old people's racism by saying you know they're just from a different time. It's like are you kidding? You're so yeah, what you're time, saying like, is that they lived through some of like the biggest social revolutions this country ever seen and they learned fucking nothing yeah i mean that that that, that really sums it up I and mean, like like uh you know indignant of that is like biden in his in his launch video was like charlottesville is the worst racial yeah. attack that we've ever seen oh my that, god he was 23 years old when bloody sunday happened in selma like don't like what are you talking about like just like such a like like now is the most important time like election thing like they just like completely wipes out like history and just pretends it didn't exist like or like when you hear like trump is the worst president ever as if like andrew jackson doesn't exist yeah well i mean he has i'm he has no real policy ideas or you know there's nothing really that he it's basically yeah just sort of like a return to Let's just go back to Obama. Let's just rewind and pretend this never happened. And the thing is, like, he's he's further right than Obama. Yeah, 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 he is. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. the thing about him, too, is, like, he has, we have a long history with him to show how he's been, I mean, he was basically trying to tug the Democratic Party even further right, you know, than, yeah. than Clinton was in the, in the 90s. I mean, he was the one on the Senate floor, you know, advocating, you know, for, um, you know, all these tough on crime, you know, um, bits of legislation that were, you know, had horrible effects. You must take back the streets. And you take back the streets by more cops, more prisons. I hope this crime bill, when it passes, the Biden-Hatch crime bill, as it becomes law, God willing, I hope that we will have ended once and for all this notion that somehow Democrats are weak on crime. The consensus is, A, we must take back the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents. It doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask, what made them do this? They must be taken off the street. We all agree on that. Now, we can find some fringe folks and left-wingers in my party who say, no, that's not what we should do. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without any conscience developing, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. I don't care why someone is a malefactor in society. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society, try to help them, try to change their behavior, but they are in jail. I mean, I mean he's been on the wrong side of history so many times, and now there's people that want 
you know, this guy's been on the wrong side of everything to be the the best guy to take on this this president. Like, I I, I said this before. If if the Demo- if Democrats in twenty twenty decide that Joe Biden is the best candidate to take on Donald Trump in a general election, this, out of twenty four candidates, this whole country is just woefully fucked. Yeah. yeah, it's done. It's I just... will kill myself so I don't have to <laughs> fucking vote for him. My God, <laughs> I will. I will go out on the street like Kang Duk and just douse myself in gas. <laughs> I feel like you're getting out of this easy still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why he's doing it. <laughs> Shit, I was just gonna give up on politics. <laughs> Might as well go all the way, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to. It's hard to imagine, imagine my mindset if Joe Biden is standing up on the stage at the DNC. <laughs> just making gaff after gaff. Yeah. Just like, drops the N-bomb or something. Making like, jokes about Indian people. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> you guys remember that? <laughs> there's, yeah. so, there's so many gaffs. Like, I mean... It's amazing because it's like that's what he was known for, sticking his fucking foot in his mouth. It lives there. His his yeah. foot lives in his mouth. It, mm-hmm. And like and like what's 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 like interesting Charlie is like Murphy's it ranges. <laughs> like his his gaffes like they range from like, you know, kind of endearing to just like casually racist. Yeah, like yeah. when when he mentioned that like Obama was the first like articulate black man that he's ever met. Like, <laughs> wow, okay. That's yeah. uh it's quite a bold statement there, Joe. Come it's on. Kind of ironic that these people who are so horrified by everything that Trump says and you know, is how you know, the lack of civility and everything are also love this guy who is constantly saying stupid things and like maybe not to the same you know degree as trump but like i mean if you're if, if that's one of your big concern i don't think joe biden is probably the best guy to represent you yeah no i mean and that's like that's the thing is that they like to compare biden to trump because it's like the literally only the comparison they can make where it like still makes biden look like okay it's like yeah well he's not as bad as trump and it's like wow it's a pretty low bar i mean yeah you're, yeah you're 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 just over it congrats there are 23 other candidates you can choose from and like i mean i personally like bernie that's the I've same it, line of defense but... that every shit lib has been using since trump got elected every time a, t- a democrat is being shitty or stupid and we you know, want to criticize them for it. Every fucking Democrat, every liberal Democrat wants to say, well, at least they're, you know, like, you know, the, the Cheeto in chief is like, you know, so much <laughs> yeah. worse since, well, yeah, we fucking know it, but like you're living the Overton window. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you, you're just accepting that the bar is so low now. Right. I mean, you could argue that Hillary Clinton was better than Donald Trump, but electorally it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that's just like a stupid argument. Yeah. It's really, I mean, you know, better of two evils is just absolutely overused. But, I mean, you know, it's true. You know, it's really like, oh, well, how do we want to die here? Like, (laughs) just in nationalist flames or just, you know, kind of decaying over time into a, you know, like Jeff Bezos and all of those guys. They get to, like, live in a floating city and everyone else is in (laughs) a giant concentration camp. Amazon fulfillment centers. Yeah. <laughs> you get your daily like dose of happiness. Right. <laughs> fulfillment. Hey, at least at least in that moment, 
the Democrats will have fought hard and half of the CEOs for, or half of the board members of Amazon will at least be diverse. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have that under the Republicans, Matthias. You wouldn't have it. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) It would be a catastrophe. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but... uh... Uh, you know who was just uh, added to Biden's campaign as his uh, uh, new surrogate director? Uh, who? I'm curious. Uh, retired Olympic figure skater Michelle Kwan. What? Yeah. She's <laughs> hopping on the Biden train. <laughs> oh. Um. Mm. <laughs> could, could we get a, a figure skater in here for um political reasons someone someone uh, is just someone is dying to be relevant again <laughs> yeah i really hope he just crashes and burns like really fast i don't think it's gonna happen as fast as i wanted to but yeah uh, i think he's just going to I, I i really can't see him being in the final two or three honestly i don't think he's gonna make it that far yeah i mean if any of his past runs are any uh indication yeah He's not gonna be so hot. I I don't know, man. I I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, underestimate the gullibility and stupidity of American voters. To be honest with you, um, I mean, I think it was it was just like a couple months ago. Like on this show, we were talking about who we think are gonna be like the final like two to four uh, in the race. And I mean, I think most of us put Joe Biden in like the in like the last four so i mean i i i think that i'm i'm hoping and praying that he crashes and burns but I don't, i'm not sure how long it's gonna take mm. i wouldn't necessarily think it would be a good thing if it was too fast though you know yeah it's a good point it might um, provide uh room for another shitbag centrist to fill the lane yeah like, like coalesce t- around you know one of the more male yeah. Peter faster, yeah, yeah. You know, I, allowing um, him to kind of stomp out some of those other idiots who are just the same as him, and mm-hmm. and then you know, hopefully he just crashes and burns as soon as the debates start, and it's obvious how irrelevant he is, and um, you know, we get uh, the communist revolution that we all want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that... by having our Soviet agent Bernie Sanders, <laughs> <laughs> Comrade Sanders, Comrade Sanders. <laughs> I think the that real collusion. The, the re- <laughs> <laughs> it seems it seems to me that the best case scenario, like the best thing we can hope for, is that Biden stays in the race long enough for him and the other centrists to just eat each other. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be a good game show. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. like I want to have the centrists on on the crack island. <laughs> their, like their competition would be like to find the most outrageous Trump tweet. Like they'd be like all hunting for the one that you know is the most damning that they can really you know get him on. Like, yeah. Moral justification. I don't want to get. Who, uh, too off topic but uh speaking of that like john delaney just dropped the hottest attack ad of 2019 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's just basically like hit Trump where it hurts. And there's like a bunch of people like holding off their phones and clicking unfollow on Twitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, oh real. God. that's real. That's real. Oh, watch it in your own spare time. Stop him. Yeah, oh, that'll that is, stop him for sure. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that, does, that does remind me of something, though. I wanted to read this Trump tweet. Do you guys remember when Joe Biden said that he would like beat the hell out of Donald Trump because of the way he talked? about women oh uh, yeah 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 um so donald trump tweeted and this is one of my favorites personally um crazy joe biden is trying to act like a tough guy actually he is weak both mentally and physically and yet he threatens me for a second time with physical assault he doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. <laughs> Don't threaten people, Joe. <laughs> hey, that would be entertaining too. Crying that would be. Oh, I mean, like the only silver lining out. in like uh, in them is just like a, a, a like cage match. Hell in a yeah. cell. Yeah. Just make, okay, so you make a compromise. It's like okay, Joe Biden gets the nomination, but instead of voting. They fight to the death. Yeah, we we none of it's the, it's the only thing that'll get us through. Broadcast at all stations. Yeah. Something that'll get us through that election. It'll bring unity. I've I've yeah. never I've never seen a pay per view fight before, but that is definitely something I would pay money to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, that that would be the, the number one fight of all time. I mean, Ali Frazier <laughs> has nothing, and Biden Trump. The thing is, like, I, I, I think that I think that Biden would would beat Trump, but I don't think it would be. I think it would be a lot closer than most people would expect. Yeah, yeah. Because they're they're both like old as shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think Trump isn't considerably worse health than he is. He'd probably go get out of breath. Not according to not according to Trump. He's a very yeah. young and his, vibrant. His very weird-looking doctor <laughs> said that he was fine. Yeah, well, he, he actually yeah, his he doctor's was, uh, not fine. He was pressed no. by the press. No. <laughs> he was literally pressed by the press about this like yesterday. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm young. I'm 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 energetic. Like Sleepy Joe doesn't have anything on me." And I'm oh just my like, God. Uh, "Okay, all right, well." You know, but you're, you're you not, like, but okay. you put Ben Carson in charge of HUD. <laughs> you think Joe Biden is sleepy? <laughs> Why would you put a man in a vegetative state in charge of this? <laughs> yes, uh, I I hate to even admit this, but uh, because of like the political atmosphere and like I feel like it's a good like i don't know test of where the centrist people are and mostly like centrist women have, have you guys seen uh, joe biden's uh interview on the view i watched some of it you watched some of it did you watch like the the anita hill or the like sexual allegations uh clips from uh the interview like where like joe behar was basically like look we will let you off with everything all you have to say is like just say that you're sorry for what you did. Don't yeah. say sorry for like how you made her feel or like how the process went. There's... Just say sorry for what you did. And like he couldn't do it. Yeah. Like he just could. Like he just keeps saying like, "Well, I'm really sorry for what happened to her." It's like it... you were the chairman of the fucking. And he's like, I, I I did everything I possibly could. And it's like, <laughs> no, you didn't. That's literally why we're talking about this. Like, oh, uh, he's so he's so yeah, fucking his, stupid. That view interview was bad. I mean, I watched the club you know, when they're. I mean, he it, it was just stumbling across the. Was, do, don't he and Megan McCain have like a crying moment together? 
Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they did over 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 like the death. Yeah. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, you yeah. get past it when her dad died oh, and his oh. son died and tears, yeah, oh tears, tears. Yeah. Like, oh my god. That's a pretty good take on this. I like, I didn't know that it was literally about John McCain. Yeah. But you yeah. Know. Of course. I mean, it would be. Yeah. It, it, it was something like the long the, the the line was like something along the lines of like you know when when you're looking at that when that crystal blue river on the back of your well, he didn't say Arizona State, but like when you're in Arizona, but that's what he meant. He's like, oh, I've been to that mansion before in Arizona that you live in. When you're on the back porch and you're looking at that river in the backyard, one day your your tears will go to a smile. And I'm just thinking to myself, you're fucking kidding me. You're like sitting on like a multi-million dollar estate. Your dad who was like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like he's like death sucks, but like he was also like, you know, like what, 80 plus or something. Like, I mean, like he was. And he was just a terrible person. Yeah, he's awful. He's an awful person. But like, I mean, like it's his. It's her criminal and a racist. And it's her dad, though. I mean, but uh, my 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 bigger point is like, you know, like people go through a lot more in terms of like tragic deaths, and there's a lot of people that don't have like. I mean, she's got money that could help her in terms of support systems and things like that. There's people that lose like their parents and like they're like fucking seventeen and they have nobody, you know. Uh And like, so just like the I don't know. I, I I it seemed like a very like. Heart melt, heartfelt moment, but to me, I, like I was like, eh, I don't, I don't really. I mean, it, everyone goes through death. I mean, so. honestly, it was it was orchestrated for the camera. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. so corny and like hallmark and just phony as hell. Yeah, and this is this is where the Republicans oh. and the Democrats can reach across the aisle and come together. One of those fucking yeah. moments is well, they should honestly, re- they should reach dog, across yeah. the aisle and come together to make sure that that never happens again. Yeah. Because that was a crime against humanity. <laughs> I think. Aesthetically yeah. speaking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's outlawed by the Geneva Convention. Yeah. yeah. If it's not, it should be. Well, I think Joe Biden, you know, he's already, the McCain family said so they'll support him. I think he might nominate the ghost of John McCain as his, uh, as his running mate. Even better the course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and then Trump will spend all of his time attacking the ghost of John McCain <laughs> because he's obsessed with John McCain. Actually, it might be a smart yeah, strategy. That, no, that you really... I, I shouldn't have said that because, you know... It's like... That makes, that makes just as much sense as anything I've seen in the last three years. <laughs> it's like in bullfighting how they have the, you know, you just wave John McCain's corpse and he goes right for it. He doesn't even look at you. <laughs> Went over a lot of those Republican voters, you know. It, it would be a genius strategy. Horrible for the country, but Joe would win. He would win those moderate Republicans. They'd finally find them. Yeah, that's like they the, keep looking. That's that's Unicorn. the dream unity yeah. ticket: Biden slash McCain's corpse, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the coffin would just be following around at all times. Who who would perform at the inauguration? That's a good question. Yeah. Megan McCain would sing. I don't know. She's probably horrible at singing too. Yeah, yeah, don't tell her that. She'll probably freak out. Yeah, so I don't know, like a like a CCR cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I was thinking like Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe they could let Six Nine out of pedophile jail. <laughs> You know, just like one day under supervision. 
makes just as much sense as anything. I just else. had like a flashback to Hillary doing like whipping and naying. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> What Very what cool what stupid though. shit is Joe going to do on Ellen? Oh, he's going on Ellen. Oh, uh, yeah. probably give her a shoulder massage. <laughs> <laughs> like, they'll announce him to come out, and instead of walking out the normal way, he'll just come from behind her and just <laughs> no, he's like, creepily. He's been behind the chair the whole time. He just comes he just up. pops out. <laughs> 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 and then he's gonna yeah. then he's gonna and he's gonna dab <laughs> yeah. is that a thing that the kids are still doing yeah I was just thinking I was just thinking he would you know he'd probably have to learn how to do the Fortnite dance yeah the, the floss dance thing yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which might make me hate him even more <laughs> just saying you know it's possible I think it's possible too it's like a train wreck you know it's like I, 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 I can't it's horrifying, <laughs> but I can't look away. It's just like every single like it's only been like what like a couple of days, and it's just like it, more unfair, more unforced errors than the 2006 Tigers. Like, <laughs> it's, just like it's just like so yeah. bad. Like, yeah. oh, I mean, I, I I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see this train. I'm I'm excited Smash for the, the dirt. <laughs> I'm excited for the shit show and ruin careers along the way. Yeah, yeah. We got front row tickets, guys. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a sight to behold. What do you think of uh, Simone Sanders uh, jumping jumping ship? She uh, went from Bernie Sanders 2016 uh, to to Bernie or to Biden 2020. Now she uh, she is a traitor. Yeah, a I, deserter. Yeah, that I mean, is, uh, a career opportunist move. If I've ever seen one. That's an interesting jump. Yeah, seeing her try to carry water for the uh, the View interview, yeah, was uh, just hilarious. Like it... when I when I first heard about her joining the Biden campaign, all I could think about was uh, the penalty for deserting the Night's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> her night has ended. Yeah, her her watch has ended. Her watch has ended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you. Idiot. <laughs> you know that uh, Twitter that's like uh, a Donald Trump Twitter, but Game of Thrones. Oh, no, I don't think I've seen that. Where it like tweets shit about Game of Thrones in in the way that Donald Trump. Like, no, I haven't. That sounds hilarious. Like, oh, you know, red wedding happened. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta say that Rob Stark was weak. The the North wants to go to war, but they are very weak and small. <laughs> oh, check that they out. They will go down crying the whole way. <laughs> I'll uh, send me the link to that and I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, that'd be interesting. Now, now I'm thinking about like you know, like a, you know, Hillary Clinton was like talking about Game of Thrones. She compares herself to Cersei Lannister, which is appropriate I guess. Yeah. yeah that's that's probably one of the most honest fucking things she's ever said yeah, yeah. Like, wow that's okay yeah i agree yeah and then uh elizabeth warren was like uh yeah not so much i'm like uh so, i want to break the wheel and uh so i'm waiting for joe biden to come out and be like you know like oh yeah battle of winterfell that's a that's a that's a war i could get behind <laughs> but you know i don't want to i just want to say like i don't know if like the Dothraki and like the Winterfell people should be like sleeping in the same rooms. Like maybe we should like separate them, yeah. you know? Because I don't know if I want my kids, and you know, I don't know if we can have them in the same area together. So like, yeah, 
I'm just waiting for him to like have like an awful Game of Thrones moment. That'd be great too. Yeah, it's it's coming, Zach. <laughs> all all the all the horrifying like pop culture fails that like that like these candidates can do like they're they're coming. Oh yeah, yeah. If Hillary is Cersei, who is the Mountain? The DNC. <laughs> They're dead inside. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, no, because because they died, and you know she's bringing the corpse back to life. That's right. Um, which is also true of John Podesta's career. <laughs> After he got busted for the <laughs> those child sex trafficking charges. Wait, are we talking about are we talking about Pizzagate? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we're uh, I'm, I'm going to wrap things up there. Before we go all Q&R. always always a good place to end things. I was really hoping that after the the, the, the failure of the Mueller report that we get like the liberal version of Q and I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. That's what I was hoping Matt would do. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's like two steps away. She's had like three mental breakdowns, like over the Mueller report on live TV. So, who? Rachel Maddow. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah, she's a trip. Well, anyway, um, thanks for listening if you made it this far. Um, my name is Benjamin Clone. Uh, my name's Fuck Joe Biden. Honey <laughs> was also Fuck Joe Biden. Um, I'm going to double down on that. Okay. Say it. Say the words. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Feels so good. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys, uh, I don't know, maybe next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>